Good morning. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Yes. Our contour, Sam Atherton, is out today because he's got a big wedding of his daughter coming yeah. up tomorrow and getting ready for that. So it's us two. At least it's you weekend by yourself. Yeah. I did listen. You did a nice job. <laughs> was it all right? Yeah, it was good. Okay. All right. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, you built your church on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the cornerstone. Continue to send your messengers to preserve your people in true peace, that by the preaching of your word, your church may be kept free from all harm and danger. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Old Testament lesson for... Let's see, it's the fourth Sunday right. in Pentecost. Is uh, taken from Isaiah 66, 10 to 14. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her. Rejoice with her in joy, all you who mourn over her, that you may nurse and be satisfied from her, that you may drink deeply with delight from her glorious abundance. For thus says the Lord, Behold, I will extend peace to her like a river, and the glory of the nations like an overflowing stream. And you shall nurse, and you shall be carried upon her hip and bounced upon her knees. As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. You shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. Your bones shall flourish like the grass. And the hand of the Lord shall be known to his servants, and he shall show his indignation against his enemies. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the epistle lessons from Galatians chapter 6. Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor. For each will have to bear his own load. One who is taught the word must share all good things with the one who teaches. Do not be deceived, God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will reap from the flesh corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. But far be it from me to boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me, and I to the world. For neither circumcision counts for anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creation. And as for all who walk by this rule, peace and mercy be upon them, and upon the Israel of God. From now on, let no one cause me trouble, for I bear on my body the marks of Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, brothers. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Gospels from uh, Luke's Gospel, chapter 10, verses 1 through 20. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray earnestly to the Lord of harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your ways. Behold, I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no money bag, no knapsack, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. 
Whatever house you enter, first say, Peace be to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest with them. But if not, it will return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they provide, for the labor deserves his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you. Heal the sick in it and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not receive you, go into its streets and say, Even the dust of your town that clings to our feet we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come near you. I tell you, it will be more bearable on that day for Sodom than for that town. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it will be more bearable in the judgment for Tyre and Sidon than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? You shall be brought down to Hades. The one who hears you hears me, and the one who rejects you rejects me. The one who rejects me rejects him who sent me. The seventy-two returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan like lightning from, fall from lightning from heaven. Behold, I've given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that, you are, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So what is it that brings you Freudekite? <laughs> Translate this morning. Yeah, thanks. I'm glad you asked. No, I did. <laughs> Freudekite is, a, is an old German word. What is it that brings you true joy and, and, oh, yes. and contentment? It's a great sense. word. It's, yeah. um, there's lots of things that, that bring us joy and contentment, and, and we could name them off and think about them. We all have reasons to rejoice and God wants us to rejoice rejoice in the Lord always again I say rejoice he doesn't want um, mopey Christians um, trudging around this world in bitterness and anger and sadness and fear um, but he wants to be wants us to be joyful and confident and content um, confidence in in his goodness and his mercy um, in fact joy is a is the second gift of the of the spirit mm -hmm. But it doesn't always happen. We're not always joyful, or we look for joy in the wrong places, in sin, and, and having or getting uh, what we want instead of what God wants for us, and or we rejoice in, in the right things for the wrong reasons. It's exactly what the disciples were doing in this text. You know, they were rejoicing in the fact that they could cast out demons and all of that. Um, and ultimately, at the end, Jesus tells them these words, Nevertheless, do not rejoice in, the, in, in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. And that really, at the end of the day, I mean, um, is, is what we truly all have to be joyful about in this dark world of, of sin and death, that um, Jesus rejoices over one sinner who repents. Um, who has a change of mind and a change of heart. And um, he's done that for us joyfully by going to the cross and suffering and dying. And we never really think about it that way, that this was actually joyful for Jesus to do. You know, it's kind of mind-boggling. For the joy set before him. Yeah, yeah. That, that he went to the, the cross for us because he rejoices over us. He rejoices over Jerusalem, mm -hmm. over those who are repented and receive his good gifts. Um, ultimately, what that does for us is he writes our names in heaven. And that's the thing to ultimately be joyful about, um, is that 
regardless what may come today or to tomorrow, that our joy is in the Lord, that he has redeemed us, he has called us by name, and he will never leave us or forsake us. That's true Fredekite, ultimately, mm -hmm. true joy, true contentment, that whatever I may face, that I know that my name is written in heaven. So kind of yeah. some thoughts. Well, it's interesting because I was thinking about that, how from an old Adam perspective, we find we think we'll find happiness in having control and mm -hmm. control with having power over other yeah. people. And, you know, you have, you have power over other people in this fallen world by taking it from others. Mm -hmm. And that's ultimately the, the, the big power monger is, is Satan. Mm -hmm. And notice how Jesus um, says, rejoice that your names are in heaven, not that, you know, they have power over other right. things, yeah. over the yeah. demons. Yeah, and so, um, and it's all about authority, not power. Mm -hmm. And notice what Jesus says with regard to their words when they're doing apostolic ministry, mm -hmm. when they're saying what the Lord says. He says, the one who hears you, hears me, and the one who rejects me, uh, and the one who rejects you rejects me, and the one who rejects me rejects him who sent me. So this is God's word. God is the authority, and Jesus is Lord. He's God himself in the flesh, and he authorizes those disciples to say what he says. Mm -hmm. Nothing more, nothing less. And when they're doing that, amazing things happen mm -hmm. because God, all authority in heaven and earth belongs to Jesus. By his authority were things even created out of nothing. By his authority are we redeemed and so forth. As pastors, we're always reminding ourselves, even by what we wear, that this doesn't come from us. This isn't a power gig. It's simply to say what the Lord says and to trust him to bring peace and joy into our hearts and lives. Mm -hmm. And you think about how even Jesus trusted the Father that there would be joy at the end of this, you know, going in into suffering mm -hmm. and, and death, trusting that um, the will of God is always best, what God ordains is always good, and that um, that authority comes not from us, but from God, and there's true joy that comes from the Word of God. So the important thing for us is to be faithful to the Word of God, just as it was for those disciples, and for all of us as recipients of this word to recognize that it's the word of God that gives life, that um, God's word is uh, what delivers our forgiveness, our life and peace. Whatever we say, you know, falls short of that. The authority lies with our Lord and he uses his authority to give everything he is and everything he has for the life of the world. And he finds joy over one sinner who repents, mm -hmm. for example, yeah. and over 99 who don't, quote, need repentance. Right. So I think, I, I mean, that's a kind of an I interesting think thing. I think the other thing, too, I wanted to maybe pick up a little bit is to, to find um, true joy and contentment, what Jesus has done for us and now gives us to do in our various vocations. And mm -hmm. Sometimes they're not glorious vocations and we want to move from house to house, not be a, a housewife or, yeah. or a husband or whatever the vocation is that God is, is always looking for something better or different. And, and, and Jesus simply tells us here to be content in where you've been, when people have received you to, um, to do it in joy. And, and contentment is the opposite of covetousness, isn't yeah. it? And yeah. when you covet something, you, you think the grass is greener on, on the, the other side, side or you, you think that what someone else has is, is better when you have it all in Christ, whatever your location in right. life or whatever your vocation in life.
um, yeah, you know, both yeah. fit. Yeah. yeah, very good. Interesting. All right. Okay, let's look at the, uh, one of the hymns for uh, Sunday. And this talks about Jesus' work for us and um, uh, ultimately the life that he gives for us. And it, the hymn is Water, Blood, and Spirit, um, Spirit Crying. Um, what do you think if we would do 1, 3, and 5? Mm -hmm. And you look at verse 5 and basically, you know, rejoicing in mm -hmm. that life that he gives to us. Mm -hmm. And that's ultimately what he says for the disciples uh, to rejoice that their names are written in heaven. So our contour picked this one well. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Waters, blood, and spirit crying, by their witness testifying, to the one who's death defying, life has come with life for all. Dark the way, yet Christ precedes us, past the skull of death he leads us, spreads a table where he feeds us with his body and his blood. Spirit, water, blood, retreating, working faith and its completing, in the one whose death defeating, life has come with life for all. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Amen. Have Thanks. a great day. You Thank too. you. Thanks. Thanks.